2: Today's episode is brought to you by Shebangers. Shebangers is a collection of 10,000 unique NFTs that are inspired by the world's largest photography community. Shebangers NFT holders get a tremendous amount of access and benefits that have never been seen before. Ownership will automatically grant you citizenship in Shebangersville, a virtual city in the metaverse. Shebangers citizens will also have access to exclusive lifetime perks and rewards, as well as access to flourishing community and the world's best photographers and creators. For more information, go to shebangers.com. That's S H A B A N G R S.com. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Crypto Current. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in New York working on a ton of cool projects, namely an NFT project called Shibangers. We have Peter
0: Hurley. How are you doing today? Hey, Richard, how are you? I'm good. I got up early. We're here. I'm doing it.
2: (laughs) Hey, Early Bird Gets the Worm, man. I'm glad you're able to join me on this. And really, man, you have a ton of background in photography and art, and it's only fitting that you brought that energy into what your NFT project with the Shebangers. And I'm excited to learn more about that. But before we do that, people want to learn more about
0: you. Can you give us some background on yourself? I picked up a camera. My name is Peter Hurley, I'm from New York City. I have a studio here, I shoot portraits. I'm a portrait photographer, picked up a camera when I was 30. I was after, I guess the long story is I was training for the Olympics. And while I was doing that, I raced sailboats. I got in front of a camera and I was modeling for Polo and Abercrombie and all these different brands. And the photographer said, pick up a camera. And I was like, I was the model actor bartender dude who couldn't rub two nickels together. Really? I was like, I got to make some money. I'm picking up a camera. And here I am like 20 years later. And, and now, you know, the landscape of everything has changed. And my portrait photography has taken me around the world. And I run the largest group of uh, headshot specialists in the world called the headshot crew, which is my brand. But that's what it, what it was. And then all of a sudden in the last year, this NFT thing pops up and I'm like, what is going on? What the hell is Gary squawking about every day? So I listened to him and I was like, and then one of my buddies was like, the photo community needs, needs this. We got to get in on this. I think as artists, it's such a huge thing, right? It's a, and I'm trying to tell, that, I mean, to be on the forefront of something and to have something new come in that makes such an impact for people is rare right i mean this is nft business is crazy so the learning curve's steep for me and everybody else but the difference is so so being a photographer like i photograph people so if a person gets in front of my camera like i'm going to photograph them for their personal brand i'm not going to be like hey like maybe i can sell you as an nft that's just a little weird right unless they're a big celebrity and i agree on it with them ahead of time which i've done already well they're we're going to sell some nfts with some people that i photograph which is Really cool. But this idea came as wait a minute. I'm a portrait photographer. Maybe I'll work into some of my special portraits or I'll shoot portraits specifically to be sold as NFTs, which I think the community needs, like the artists out there, the photographers. Like this is, I'm always telling the photographers that I coach that we need multiple sources of income. And here's one that just landed in our lap. It's like, you know, you got to get involved. So, I've been on the phone with sponsors and stuff working on this stuff. I could talk and talk about how exciting it is. But the main thing behind my project is the artwork that you see behind
2: me. And, and for everyone listening, of course, on the podcast, please tune into our YouTube so you can see all the amazing things. Peter is repping his shirt. He has his NFT projects behind him, some really cool visuals. So make sure you go check that out. But a couple of things I don't want to brush over really quickly, like the fact that you were a model for all of these big name brands and you're like, let me get on the other side of the camera. And then over the course of 20 years, when I turned that into a really big photography enterprise is awesome. And it it speaks to the hustler in you, the the person that saw an opportunity in a way to keep expanding a passion that kind of just came to be. But even within that, you saw an opportunity to get into a new vertical, which is the NFT space. If I'm guessing the crypto blockchain NFT world is fairly new to you, which is fine. Like you, you kind of got into this world as of this the time of this courting in, in 2021 and you saw an opportunity and now you're diving into that. And I just want to give a quick reminder to all the listeners, you're not late to this game you are still early into this game. You just got to start educating yourself and finding opportunities and ways to get involved. And in this case, Peter found a way to do that through something that he's passionate about through his photography. And now he's turned that into shebangers. So Peter, can you kind of walk us through a little bit of, you know, how you were able to do that and and
0: what exactly is shebangers? You know, I think that you're right. Like the crypto space is so new. And I had started to dabble with crypto a little bit and own a bunch myself now and kind of on the edge of my seat today. <laughs> like, good old end of year. Red. Got to stay in a good mood today, everybody. <laughs> we just, um, I started to hear this non-fungible token thing come up and and go, come across the airwaves on social and stuff like that. And I followed Gary V and another one of my clients who had photographed and a, a friend who's actually I have got some of his NFTs. Tom Billio. I listen to those two guys. So I think it's about absorbing content. So listening to podcasts like this, like how much information can I possibly get out there? And now with Twitter spaces, trying to listen in on them and get the finger on the pulse of what is going on, what's like a flash in the pan, what's actually going to stick around. I've built this off my community. So the only way I could do it is because I have a community of photographers follow me mostly uh, Instagram, YouTube, through my Hedgehog Crew coaching platform. We have 19,000 photographers on that alone. So I had the... The following to go, wait a minute, I need to take this. I have an online community. Let me take it to the next level. And then it just happened to coincide with Facebook going to meta. Like I was like, wait a minute, hold on. This is crazy. All of this is happening. And the co-founder of Chebangers with me is Vadim Davidov. And he came to me and he's a buddy of mine and, and has worked with me in the past. He's actually one of the photographers on my team. And I coached him for a while and then I've, I've worked closely with him. He's the brains behind the operation. I'm just, I'm just the look. So I just get out here and I, I talk, I'm learning, I'm trying to absorb, but without him and the team that he put together, it takes a lot to be able to do something at this level, I believe in, and, and, you know, working through all the things that we're running into with getting these things out there, minted and on sea, and then, you know, having them people trading them and stuff like that and going in and out of them is really interesting. So we just added all these rarity traits to them and then, and then utilities. So the utilities are all based on like stuff that I've done or am doing. My plan is to continue to grow it through sponsors and bringing on different brands. And I'm having meetings with brands now and everybody's like, what the heck is going on? And I'm like, everybody knows right now if you've followed this space that brands are like, how do we get in? What do we do? Teach me! Like I've had the the marketing the marketing officers at different photo brands calling me and being like, what the heck is going on? And I was like, and I was on the phone with an hour, for an hour yesterday with one of the most major photography brands in the world, and I'm like, we're going into the metaverse,
2: yeah, <laughs> like, and figuring know. out ways to get that done. And you know, there's there's a lot of different parts of Shebangers that. I want to go back and reemphasize. So there's three pieces. One, I want you to talk about the artwork itself. So for me, just looking at, you know, what I'm seeing on the screen. So it looks like we got some basically people with their bodies, you replace their heads with like different types of cameras. And then they're wearing like different types of things in their hands. They like, got on different types of shoes. So a lot of really cool artistic things happening with that. So I want to spend some time just talking about the artwork. Then you talked about utility. So if you can spend some time talking about the utility of owning one of these and what are the perks of owning a Shebanger. And the third, like you said, going into the metaverse, like what does that mean? mean for people? And why is that the
0: future of where NFTs are kind of going in that direction? Well, first of all, the the artist is named in He's in the Ukraine. So when we decided to do this, we knew we wanted to get a project going. And I knew that it wasn't going to be my artwork. We found an artist and... The second I saw one of these bad boys, I was like, I'm done. I'm in. What, what <laughs> I'm in. Going? What are you, just a, He's a trip. He's just like, Oh my gosh, these things are so dope. I was like, people are going to love them. So they're the coolest looking, photo project out there that I've seen. And um, what it is, is there's different cameras on their heads, there's a bunch of different variations of them. And we did them randomly, obviously, over the from the shirt to the pants, to the shoes, to the backgrounds, to the accessories, and the different cameras that for over the years, so a made up camera, like built like old cameras that you don't even know existed to to ones that are currently on the market. And then they were randomized. And then when we drop, you know, you just get your shebanger. And then we were calling it a shebanger in the oven we didn't sit in there and we didn't reveal them for a while. And then we revealed them and and people got fired up. And then we just attached the utilities to them and let the cat out of the bag on those on, on Christmas day. So like four days ago. So it's all happening. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. In terms of the utilities, I started with some of the things I do. So I do workshops globally. I use certain products like I'm a Canon Explorer of light. So I shoot Canon exclusively. And the R5 is my weapon of choice. I love it. It's just an awesome camera. So I was like, we got to give away one of those. So we, we gave away one of those. I designed a, a lighting setup for photographers and videographers and filmmakers. The company's called Westcott and it's the Peter Hurley Cynic Flex Kit is what it's called. So we gave away one of those and the guy who won it is in the Ukraine. So I got to figure out how to get that thing over there. I am like, oh my <laughs> gosh. I just did a workshop in, in I have a studio in Burbank. And invited anybody, the first three people who hit me up who own three shebangers got invited to the workshop for free. So it's an $1,800 workshop. So they got to get in owning three shebangers they got in for free. So things like that. We're going to be doing more of that. We're going to do an annual party here in New York City that people, if you own a shebanger, you'll get into, obviously you get entry into the metaverse and which we are building. It's a process. And we're trying to figure out the main thing about the metaverse for me is that I want these suckers to look really cool when they're in there. And I want you to, if you own it, you should be cruising around in that thing. Like that's your guy, you know? And, and I think that that would be cool. So we're 3D rendering them now so that we can, and then we have to find designers that go, okay, I can get you in there on that level. Cause I don't think the technology is there to get them to looking similar to this in a 3D model in the metaverse. But that is the plan. I think for me as a, you know, as a coach and I'm coaching photographers on a daily basis, like to actually do it in the metaverse, like feeling like you're with somebody when you're talking, like, I can't wait till that moment's going to be weird. It's going to be yeah. kind of cool. It's going to be surreal, then, man. And especially with what's going on now, like now, like I just got back from Europe and I was teaching a workshop in Amsterdam going I went to Barcelona and sailed in a world championship. I still race sailboats, but with COVID it was like, am I going to get home? How the heck am I going to get to Barcelona from like, I went through Heathrow to Amsterdam and they, somebody on my plane had COVID and British airways knew. So they like called me every day for like, 10 days straight like to make sure i was okay and i was quarantined i was like i'm not even in the uk i just passed through the airport like stop like so right now i think everybody you know it's been a little bit tough last year year and a half two years not being able to hang out with people and stuff like that and being away so i think the metaverse coming in time it'll give us a little bit more i mean obviously it's going to be totally different and totally strange and foreign to some people but i think all the gamers out there get it already right
2: oh yeah Earlier this year, I met someone who's working on a project in the virtual world, right? And I was able to just tether it through my computer and kind of see like what what are the things that are being built. And I was like, this is amazing. And the barrier to entry into like, I guess, virtual reality has kind of been there. And because of what Meta's doing with Oculus and some of these other virtual reality glasses that are becoming more affordable and able to bring more people, whether it's like having it be tailored to your computer or literally just be on your phone where you can have it. It's providing a lot more access to people who want to enter that space to have the ability in an affordable way. But the other part of it is that we're early in the sense that, like you said, the 3D rendering and everything that's kind of being put into the metaverse, it's going to take some time to really get it to where it's just, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We're the way i kind of like do it in a way for for the gamers out there who understand it first we had atari the pong that first came out and we were all the way at, at a point where the ps5's out if anyone's seen that that's the graphics are just insane right i'd say we're we are just elevated from atari to the very first like nintendo maybe a little bit past that we're not at nintendo 64 no, 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 quite yet yeah. but like we're <laughs> early and i think we're going to like be able to jump to where we are in the PS5, let's call in the next you know, five to seven years, but all the same, like it's coming. And if you can get into this space early, the opportunities are, are limitless. And I think you creating this NFT that's kind of then also have a way to be merged into the metaverse, creating your own community within that is so awesome. And uh, you know, kudos to you for, for finding this and then finding ways to like get this going, right? There's a reason that all these big brands are coming to you asking you these questions, because they're starting to realize that this is where we're headed.
1: Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really wanna stay cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrency YouTube channel today. And as always, stay Cryptocurrent.
0: Yeah, they need to be in, in, involved. And they know. But I think it's just happening because if you're not in this space, if you're not on Twitter and you're not seeing NFT all over the place, you heard it in your ear from somebody. And then you're like, what the heck is that? And now it's starting. To, you heard it yesterday. Now you heard it today. Then you heard it. You're going to hear it again and again and again. So I think that that's got everybody perked up. So many people just by me saying I'm doing this have reached out and asked me what the heck's going on. But yeah, we're early. We're really early. Like we don't even have a metaverse built yet. And I don't know, you know, what five years from now is going to look like, could you imagine if we're all cruising around in a a metaverse and we were having this podcast sitting next to each other, just talking like we're just,
2: (laughs) exactly right. Like literally sitting in the same room and, It's going to open up a lot of doors. And the next question I kind of have for you is kind of twofold. One, what would you tell someone who is kind of on the fence? They're an artist and they've thought about, oh, I've heard about these NFTs. I've heard about the metaverse. I've been thinking about how do I get involved? What would you tell that person about some first steps they can start taking if they're serious about exploring that possibility?
0: Well, first of all, I think every artist knows what should have their craft down to the point where they know they have a sellable product. Like the artwork's gonna sell itself. Like I think I'm great. I think the community's great. I'm excited about shebangers and shebangersville is the world we're creating in the metaverse. I'm gonna be the mayor. <laughs> nice. You know, I'm excited about all that. But the artwork is cool. It all goes back to like, I will sell some of my stuff as NFTs, but I have to, now I have to think on a different level in terms of what I'm shooting and what what I might. So everybody out there as a creator, an artist has a, probably has created a look and developed their craft to the point where they create something that has their stamp on it. And if that's able to be sold, which you wouldn't know until you get it up there anyway, probably, unless you have a gallery or somebody somebody that's pushing your artwork for you. That would make sense. But getting it on something like Foundation or, you know, you have to get it out there. You're going to have to spend some money to mint it, to to put it up on the blockchain so people could actually grab it. But at least you got to try, you know, and, yeah. and who knows where are going to be. I think the coolest thing about it is the residual source of income from other sales. If I sold a portrait to somebody and. They take it and go, you know, hang it on their wall and then they sell it at a garage sale. I don't know that they sold it. I don't know where, whatever, you know, it's gone. It's like, or they say, or if I became, I'm fairly prevalent in this. I don't know if my work is going to be worth more and more and more one day but then all of a sudden now it can be followed around on the blockchain and you can get a a residual on it. Like that's crazy artists. That's like every photographer out there should be going, what? (laughs) And you need to get your work dialed in so that you can get it up there and actually get eyeballs on it. And hopefully you're creating something special that people will want to own. The, The thing is the ownership, you know, wanting to own it. Like I think these are cool as collectibles the metaverse comes tomorrow or it comes in uh, 10 years or whatever. Shebangersville is built or whatever. I'll still be doing the utilities and stuff. But owning owning one of these is just cool because the artwork is cool. So that's the basis of it. I think some of these projects out there, I'm like looking at the artwork and I'm like, they better have a really freaking cool community because that thing kind of sucks. <laughs> so I was like, you know, but right. people are buying them and spending a ton of money on them. So I, I think that the ones that are going to last are going to be built off community traits and the aspects of it. And that's why I'm going to use my influence the best I can to keep my community flourishing and keep people fired up about these bad boys.
2: Definitely. I think every project that comes out, art is the thing that really draws them in. But after that is the community and the utility of being able to to own one and and do that. And it sounds like you'll have a pretty robust roadmap to get that done. So, you know, thank you for that. And for everyone listening, especially if this is something that's firing you up, hey, go back, let's do this a couple of times, figure out how you can start to get these steps in place. And then I guess my follow-up question to that is what do you see for the future of Shebangers
0: and what y'all are ultimately trying to bring out to the market? I think the thing for me is that I'm, as far as I know, I'm first to the game in the photo industry to bring a collectible. Other photographers have been posting their work, but this is the first photo collectible that's out there that I know of. And so what I'm trying to do, and I'm known as a headshot photographer and a portrait guy. But what I want to do is I want to bring the top landscape photographers, the still life photographers, the the sports photographers, you know, the wedding photographer, whatever. I want to bring every every type of photo that's that's out there, and I want to I want Shebangers to kind of represent photography in a way. I mean, there is a camera on the guy's head. You know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and you know, I just shebang has been part of my brand. I put a YouTube video out in like 2011, I think, and I yell shebang in it. So everybody knows me because I yell shebang. So that's the only thing. I was like, it's kind of my brand. But we were trying to figure out a name for these things. I travel the world, and I'll be. I was walking down the street in Paris. A guy ran out of a restaurant, yelled shebang at me, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like (laughs) I was riding a bike down the street. In New York City, and I went by a cop, and the cop goes shebang. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just So, so when Vadim said to me, You, we got to think of a name, and I was like, All right, well, it's NFT space, it's got to be cool. I was like, Shebang's like this brand branded thing of mine. And I'm trying to get everybody to understand. It's just when I get excited about a picture, I yelled shebang and that was it. So I want photographers to get excited about their work. And if they want to yell shebang, great. If they want to yell something else, whatever they want to yell, just so people get excited about what they're doing as an artist, I get to, I like to get excited about my work. So we came up with shebangers and I was like, you know what? It's cooler without the E. So it's shebang with an A. R S. So I was like, it's just cooler, it's shorter, it's neat. And people seem to like it. So we're going with it.
2: All right. Well, it's a great way to get to it. Anyone listening to this, if you somehow see Peter out here in the streets, make sure you yell out shebang, right? <laughs> or even shebangers, you know, he might even get more excited now that you know his, his NFT play. But hey, man, this is this has been awesome. man. you know, I always like to wrap up my interviews with two fun questions. And the first one is, with all the information that you have right now within, you know, building this out in the NFT space and could impart one or two pieces of wisdom when you first got started, when you first like, okay, I'm going to do this, what would you have told yourself?
0: absorb more information. I heard Gary say this. He's like, he heard the thing NFT. And he's like, he's, he made the time like that guy's busy, you know, Gary Vee. And he said he made the time to learn about NFTs as much as he could. He spent 50 hours or something. He's like, and I pulled an hour here and an hour there and an hour here. And I'm not even doing that enough now. Like I really feel like everybody listening. It's time if you want to get involved in this and you want to start to learn. There's no authority on the subject yet that I know of, like everybody's learning. Like we're all like, wow, it's so cool to have this new thing that we can all absorb and learn. So I would spend the time if you want to get into it, spend the time I need to spend the time. I think we all need to spend some time. It's so cool. So I think it's an opportunity whenever it doesn't come along much in life where you get a huge opportunity where eyeballs are on something. And nobody's really been doing it yet. Like the people that are the pioneers of this thing are way out ahead, probably. And I, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on in their brains. So I gotta right. be on I gotta be in Twitter spaces, you gotta be listening, you gotta look at blog posts, you gotta listen to these kind of podcasts, absorb as much content as you can.
2: Oh, uh, that's a great reminder. Everyone, go listen to that a couple of times. Knowledge is power and it's one thing to also know something, it's another thing to act on it. And right now. From listening to this show, you know multiple times we've had a couple of really really cool people in all kinds of spaces. And more frequently, we've had some NFT people coming into this space and continuing to say how early this is. So in the world of crypto blockchain, yes, we're a decade in; it's still early. In the world of NFTs and where this is at, even earlier, even earlier yeah. in yeah. this space. And, and just like Peter was saying, there's not a, like a ton of pioneers in the space that are the go-to. I know everything; I can teach you everything. Here's how you do blah 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 blah. A lot of this is you can come in and learn this. And then literally be an asset to a ton of people who just have no idea and won't know for the next three to five years. And then one day we'll flip a switch and be like, I need to do this. And then at that point, you can have all the knowledge and skills to help them along their way or within your own thing or however you want to do it. So, again, Peter, I really do appreciate that. I think that's a really, really good nugget. But again, man, like as we wrap up here, we've covered a ton. I'm always like to finish on a high note. What is a final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners
0: here today? A final thought. I mean, I'm always, so I do this thing. I, I wake up every morning. I do this thing called wake up and goals. And I tell people to get going. If you guys want to be into this space, you make a goal for yourself or where you want to look, what it's going to look like for you in a year in the NFT space or whatever it is that you're going to do is so we got 2022 coming up. A lot of people do new year's resolutions. I New Year's gets me going, but it gets me going, you know, that's what I do. So I set goals because resolutions, I just feel like it's a resolution. And in three weeks, I'm going to be like, all right, I did it. It's uh, I'm going back to my old habits or whatever. Right. So I just uh, am telling everybody, if you if you want to make some goals for yourself around NFTs or around crypto, around just multiple sources of income, because that's what this is. And for many people, this is going to be their source of income. So make some goals for yourself to see where you can get in a year.
2: That was perfect. I think that's a final great thought. Peter, thank you so much for all the time you've spent with us today. What are ways that people can connect with you, learn more about your headshot crew, learn more about shebangers and, and everything
0: else? The best way is through Instagram. I mean, I I use Instagram on a daily basis and I answer all my DMs myself. And I have a link tree there. If you hit my link in my bio, it tells you everything that I got going on from shebangers to my photography, to the coaching program, to different contests that I have going on and stuff like that. So you can always get the updates there. Definitely Instagram is the best. It's Peter underscore Hurley. Perfect. Well, again, Peter, thank you so
2: much for your time and for everyone listening. Stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Hoyas2022. Not only is this podcast educational, it's exciting and fun to listen to. I tune into every podcast and learn something new. Whether you've been in cryptocurrency for a while or are new to the space, you can always learn something From this podcast, we sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date on the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning
1: in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Cargon be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.
2: Please use the Nexus now.
1: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice.